Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things now and in chaos! So, <laughs> welcome back. We're here again. We have another one of the many Matts with us. This time, Matthew Chaim. I always think of Lachayim, Chaim, yeah. Lachayim. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think of. Matthew Chaim, he of Song Camp fame. And welcome, sir. It's Thank good you. to see you. Good to see your Thank face you. this morning. You too. And hear your voice. So I want to say we met through my many Matt, through this many Matt, the, the, yes, the one of the true. many Matts. Because this one, be, me. Because your brother yeah. met. Matt, is that right? Did you meet his brother? Is that how it happened? Maybe I did. Yeah, Wait, you rem- met his brother, <laughs> and then his brother was like, I, my memory of this is like, you met his brother, and then his brother was like, telling you about what, telling telling one of the many Matts <laughs> what Matthew was doing. Yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you said, oh, Matthew should talk to John. If he's into music NFTs, he should talk oh, to Jonathan. No way. And yeah. I want yeah. to say about a year and three months ago, we yeah. met Matthew on a call. Wow. Just talking about Song Camp. Wow. And That's at that really point, dope. at that point, I want to say Song Camp was, I mean, it was purely an idea. It was yeah, I, yeah, a I concept, it, right? It was very. I'm amazed that I played sorry. a role in this. I don't, I, I legit don't remember this. That's wild. <laughs> Matt, one of the many Matts, do you remember someone <laughs> called. Kevin Chaim, possibly. I, I don't know that I do, but of course, this is Web3. Which avatar were they using and which uh, .eth yeah. were they using at the time? Yeah. Was it on... Yeah. I wonder if it was like email or was it... Oh my God, was it It might have been through email. I think... You wow. know what I think happened? I think he found a project of yours. I want to yeah. say... Didn't you release some sort of like NFT, like box, something related to boxes? NFT box, boxes. Ooh, perhaps boxes. A way of releasing NFTs. Oh, drop nifties probably. Maybe. Yes, Maybe. and it has a box. It has a box as the icon. Oh, yes, totally. Oh, there it is. For context, this is the this is the app that I wrote to distribute the hand NFTs, and there were yeah, like two or three people sounds- who were interested in using it for something, and yes. that must mm. have been Kevin as well. Fascinating. It's, wow. It's very full circle because my brother. Oh, yes. Okay, it's coming back to me now. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. My brother um, <laughs> got involved in Song Camp more, like, actively in the last few months. And now he's, like, especially in, in chaos mode right now, he's, like, we live a block apart. He's, like, coming over and we're, like, whiteboarding and he's helping me with a lot of things right now. Aww. But he wasn't He wasn't for a very long time. Right. Except going all the way back then, to we the were beginning. talking about... He wanted to get involved and we had this idea of doing some sort of NFT project like everyone else. And that must have been the the converging moment that he reached out to you. So it's funny. Wow. And that's the connection. And, and so, yeah. And so like my memory of that, I love to see this because it's like my memory of that is just like we were talking and you were so new to the space. Like everything was new for you. Yeah. And, you know, it was all just ideas then. And to see what it's become... It's just 
Unbelievable. I want, so Matt doesn't know anything about chaos. I, what we, this is sort of how yeah, I do things on here. Yeah, this is super new to me. We can go back and we can, t- I want to, you know, I want to let everybody know about where you're coming from. And I feel, I was thinking about this to a certain extent. I could even just like, I think I can more or less tell your story for you because <laughs> I've heard it before. But it'd be great to get details that I don't know. But, but for the purposes of right now, just because it's so fucking cool, lay out chaos for us. Like, tell Matt how it works. I think it's going to blow Matt's Matt's mind. All right, I'm ready. Cool. So Chaos is what we're calling a headless band of 80 artists. Specifically, we're 77 wow. artists. And we're mm. collectively creating music, visual art, a custom NFT release. And all together, we're calling everyone artists. Everyone within this network yeah. of 77 people are artists creating this multimedia release package that we're putting out on June 3rd articulated as or through the vehicle of non-fungible tokens. Nice. And this kind of, I guess, for a touch of context for that is Camp Chaos is the third camp within Song Camp. Song Camp being this Web3 laboratory experimenting at oh, the edges fun. of music and and this Web3 thing. Uh-huh. This is our third kind of flagship experiment. It's called Camp and we curate in these artists, these devs, visual musicians, what have wow. you. Put them through this sort of pseudo quasi magical songwriting camp plus kind of web three hackathon and put something interesting out at the at the end and so this is wow. by far our most ambitious and biggest project to date in amount of people and also like the scope of what we're doing yeah it sounds huge i mean coordinating 77 people or rather 77 people coordinating themselves seems big it's one of those like thresholds of human coordination i think that where you go from like stage one to stage two it's something around that number you know 50 to 70 80 that's wild so how do people collaborate how did that evolve is it like is it like a multimedia universe i'm thinking of like childish gambinos uh because Mm. the internet you know where it's like live shows the screenplay the album itself like all of the the internet stuff that they were doing is it something like that is it something more like yeah, lay, what, lay what out for form? us the the process. I loved hearing yeah. about in the noise call the uh, the groups that everybody was put into, yeah. and the the shepherds or whatever they were, the the, the name, shepherds the, the people who are there to like yeah to take yeah. us through that whole or like scout leaders for camp yeah so the, a, like a lot of a lot of like design was done on the front end for this camp to basically build out these sort of containers wow. of scope of time of value so people know what they're doing. And who they're doing it with and mm. what they're getting for doing it. So mm. we don't just show up 77 people. It's like, ah, pure chaos. <laughs> There's some irony in there in that it was actually right, right, probably right. our most <laughs> yeah. well-organized camp. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, it takes, it's an art to organize the chaos. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. But I guess so zooming in on like the musicians, since that is kind of a focal point of this project, of the 77, uh, 45 are musicians. And these 45 musicians are going through a wow. six-week songwriting camp in which they are creating music, not as their own selves or not as a band, but of, of, of just disparate people, but a, as a wider band called Chaos. Chaos. Every wow. two weeks, we form bands of three, 15 bands of three. They have two weeks to create a song, complete a song, submit a song. And then after two weeks, they are shuffled into a new band and we run that back. Wow. Three times total. So everyone's part of 15 three bands. 15 bands of three, of three and then they all get, oh, it's so good. 
So wow. you're imagining that, right? Right, man? It's like it's like the three of us are a band, and then there's like 14 right. other bands, and then right. we all get shuffled into 14 other 15 other right. bands, and then we and that happened how many times was that cycle? Three shuffling? Three times. Wow. 45 yeah. tracks come out of that. Correct. So we have 45 wow. songs now. And yeah, within that too, like we created basically different houses within the, so like, cause to get on a call with 45 people is still a lot. So we basically created three houses of 15 artists each. So these bands were like further clustered, if you will. Wow. And each of these houses had guides to sort of like lead the weekly calls, have like the playbacks. It was almost like three mini song camps happening in a wider thing. And then you were shuffled within your house in that second two week period. And then for the third week, third two week period, we just dissolved the houses and shuffled everyone all about and kind of delved ever deeper into, into chaos mode of how we're creating. Wow. Wow. And so then you have these 45 tracks yeah. Then you have you have six devs working on on the smart contracts and everything of like in the front end and how you're going to release this. Talk a little bit about the release mechanism specifically around the music because this is also I mean it's like every layer of this is so cool. So yeah, go into this part. Yeah. So well, maybe it's, it's worth to like cover how the visuals are happening. And then it yes, kind of yes, gets packaged yeah. together with the devs. So we have a team wow. of 10 visual artists and they are basically illustrators and graphic designers and they're creating the cover artwork for all of this music. So we have 45 cool. songs, but we're not releasing 45 one of ones. We're pressing those songs into hundreds of editions within this wider collection of what will end up being 21,000 editions within an NFT collection. So we're creating nice. 21,000 pieces, 45 songs editioned out, some rare, some more common, but the actual cover artwork is sort of more permutative and generative in the sense of like what we're kind of used to with, with collections. So every cover artwork is completely unique amongst the 21,000. So we now oh, wow. have 45 songs, oh, 21,000 wow. unique cover artworks where it comes oh, together cool. on the dev side is what people are actually minting day of release are packs, chaos packs. I love chaos packs as a name. That's really delightful. I'd like one pack of chaos, please. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be able to get one. So one pack has four of these songs in it. So one pack is an NFT itself. And then you can choose to keep your pack closed or you can open your pack. That is an on-chain function that actually burns the pack NFT and mints you four token IDs that are the actual songs with, with this generative cover artwork. So yep. those will be sort of two separate collections, chaos packs and then chaos collection which are the right, actual right. songs and yeah on mint day we have this sort of like ui that we've built to actually be able to mint those packs to open the packs which is a fun kind totally. of process and to build your yep. collection of songs while also having like a music player to be able to play through all this music yeah totally. one of the things i love about the design of the site that i've been talking to my devs now about like what well, how could we implement something like this because i really love it is when you see the site matt you see like all of these empty squares at the bottom, you know, 45 empty squares. So it, it really like invites you and incentivizes you to want to collect every single song. Totally. Um, you gotta, and, you gotta fill out your, your, you gotta fill out you your know, little one, Pokemon, one from each your Pokedex, yeah, you know? Totally. Yeah. You yeah. gotta fill out your totally. Pokedex. It's like, that's pretty cool. It's very compelling in that way. Uh, I love great. the, I love that the con, the, the, 
track art is generative, like within that, presumably like within that. So there are a thousand editions of this one track, but what the designers are producing is a generative model. And so each track has each track within that collection has a unique visual to it, but all following the same, all within that same design style. That's really sick. I like that a lot. I also, Matthew, I was just thinking about this. I hadn't thought about this before, but Matt, one of the many Matts will remember this project from way back in the day. I want to say maybe 2019, 2018. There was a project of this poet who made what were called like fortune cookie poems. Oh, yeah. Where you would mint a fortune cookie and you could either choose to just keep the fortune cookie intact or if you... Or if you wanted to read the poem that was inside the fortune cookie, you had to burn the NFT. Yeah, break and it And then, open. and only then would you be able to yeah. actually experience the the poem. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Like it's, be- it's a beautiful. It's a lovely little. It's a lovely little dynamic about. And the same thing here of like, what has more value? This like this unopened pack or the songs themselves? It's like a, it's a totally. really neat little like question about like what we're doing here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very fun. Yeah, I love that fortune cookie thing too because it feels like I love like the analog to reality. Like when you get a Pokemon, a pack of Pokemon cards to get the cards, you rip it open and throw away the wrapper. And when you totally. want to read the fortune cookie, you have to open it and presumably eat it or throw it out. So totally, yeah, I'll probably throw it out. They don't taste very good. Um, and I uh, love Digital Zone, if you want to experience the you color do blue. really. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely love. Yeah, digital zones. I'm always as eating well. everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I don't want it. I'm like, well, hand it over. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, so we've 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 got the basic structure. We've got how the songs are minted and the visuals. And then mm-hmm. the, I think this is the final piece. The like the, the the almost the coup de gras. The like the like icing on the cake is the mechanism by which value flows through the system back to the artists. This yep. is the, so, so talk a little bit about this part. Yeah. So the way we're doing that is we're doing it through a, a few different mechanics that we could also get into during the camp, but basically to flow value through all 77 of these artists, we are basically creating one big split. Right, the primary revenue and secondary revenue of all this will hit one split. We can call that the chaos split, and the seventy-seven artists are splitting that dynamically via some mechanics we're using every two weeks in camp to split this percentage up. At the end, we have that cool. split, but instead of just having that split and it's an immutable split forever, and I own two percent, and therefore I own two percent forever, that two percent is actually represented, or more kind of specifically, it is controlled by NFTs. Mm-hmm. So we're calling them supercharged NFTs. And these are a thousand supercharged NFTs. Each NFT controls 0.1% of this split. And that makes these split points tradable. Or right. could, in the totally. music sense, we could, we're almost making those master rights tradable or liquid. So we're calling it a liquid right. split that is controlled by these a thousand supercharged NFTs, which will be airdropped to campers probably like the day before we actually mint, make these packs available. Totally. That is so fucking cool. I love that part of it. It's really neat. Yeah. And so the idea is that these splits are liquid. And so if, uh, you know, the artist wanted, they could sell it to someone who wants future, like just standard music industry kind of stuff, except a bit more, 
easy across the entire board. Correct. That's pretty cool. Is everyone split equally among the 77 or is there some dynamics around like which token is being traded on secondary and that goes to so-and-so artists? I didn't understand the second part of the question. Oh yeah. I was just like proposing an idea because like obviously the simplest way to do splits on like royalties is just, you know, equivalent. Totally. But I was just thinking in, in my head, the royalty standard does support this like dynamic beneficiary concept. And so you could be like, oh, token ID number 77 or like whatever is being traded and that was made by these three artists and therefore like these three artists get a lion's share which is vastly more complicated um but it was just something i was throwing out as like an idea yeah totally i mean that was part of like what was baked into the beginning first day presentation of like this headless band is like we're not exposed to our disparate artwork that we're working on we're all exposed to to the totality yeah i like that a lot actually now that now that we've gone down that dialogue tree, I'm like, yeah, actually split it all right. equally. Totally. Yeah. But of those, so within, that's why we get to 21,000 NFTs within the collection. 20,000 are the 5,000 packs fully opened and okay. 1,000 are the supercharged NFTs. So they're actually a part of this, the collection oh. that they receive royalties from. Huh. And they're actually like also crazy art. So like they're, <laughs> they have like um, relative value on the, on the like yeah. art generative side. So those totally. are tradable within the actual collection and they are they have this supercharged trait essentially yep. each one being worth 0.1% of the collection but as far as right. dynamics go within the camp of these 77 people there are dynamics in terms of how many each yep. person will 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 have of these uh, supercharged and totally. that's based yeah. on that's based on multiple things but all, but including a, including some coordinate stuff that you guys have done yeah. internally as oh, well. Oh, interesting. Sort of yeah, tell part. me about that. Well, then also the the self-reporting stuff is really interesting yeah, to yeah, me yeah. too. I'm super curious because this is one of those like infinitely hard problems. And For sure. you know, we I think we probably have an episode about it back from 2018 is like quantifying qualitative contribution and rewarding artists effectively. That's really cool that y'all are experimenting with that. What? Yeah, what did you end up doing? Yeah, so so we're kind of getting to the back end of this design now, which is interesting. We'll, we'll get there, like where we're at now. But basically, totally. how the design has worked is we've split up this split into a few different ways that the percentages are flowing. One big majority mm. of it is through coordinate. Every two weeks, we do a camp-wide coordinate circle. All 77 people are in there. All 77 people have the same amount of tokens. And you have those two weeks to basically say, here's here's value to the people that I worked with over those two weeks. And we basically take a relative snapshot of that and we drop 10% of the split every two weeks into the coordinate flows. So that makes up 40% because there's four, there's four acts, what we call two week, two week periods. We have four of those. So these Uh four distribution cycles, we've reached 40%. Another 20% total. So 5% every two week cycle is being distributed through what we're calling a self-selection. So if coordinate is here's how much you deserve self-selection is here, how much I deserve. And every two weeks we drop a form into everyone's inbox and they go through that form and they say, opt out. I didn't do anything the last two weeks, opt in low. I did a small amount, opt in medium. I did a regular amount. I forget the exact language and opt in high. I did a large amount last two weeks. Full scouts uh-huh. honor, like honor system, select totally your thing, and that sort of we dr- then drop five percent every two weeks into that graph, which brings us to forty percent. Then we have thirty percent going to the Song Camp Network's treasury for future plans, 
And then uh-huh. that remains 10%. That's where we're at now. 10% has been called the holdback. And we're using that 10% to basically like fix incongruity, incongruencies through our very kind of experimental model and reward emergent work. And now yeah. we sort of have a holdback committee working on that. And just even like designing how we figure that 10% out has been totally a challenge, but we're kind of like working through it right now. That is extremely cool. I, I super love the like splitting the pie into different methodologies and then sort of, you know, in some sense, taking the weighted average of these different influences mm-hmm. of yeah. like, yeah, how much you deserve, how much I deserve. And then like the, the sort of the rounding out percentage, right. the 10% that's like, okay, let's account for things that this didn't capture using human intelligence, presumably, because, you know, once you, yeah, totally. That's amazing. I, I love that so much. I think that's, that's incredible. Did wow. you ever, when you were starting this project, could you ever have imagined the, <laughs> that you would need wow. to become like such an economist and like a, like a, this is like, so intensely, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's amazing though. I, yeah. I can, bar- I can barely follow it. I can barely did, follow did it. Did you know like, you'd just, be doing like least flow graph yeah. theorems to <laughs> yeah. like reward creators? Yeah. I find uh, it a lot yeah. of fun. It's fun that that's like part of the canvas now that we get to create yes. with. Yeah. I think like the actual totally. like spreadsheet, like math and stuff. Luckily we have some people in the camp who are like, just incredible like Excel monkeys and they just spit out the answers yeah, for us at the fun. end of every two weeks. Totally. But I guess the one ingredient that we didn't touch on too within that value flow sort of system is we also did a UBI. So two weeks into the camp, fully just opt in, opt out for all 77 members for 0.3 ETH. This did two things. One, mm-hmm. it gave everyone like a base for being able to commit their time to a high risk project. We don't know what's going to happen on June 3rd. Hope sure. it goes great. Yeah. But gives you something to say, okay, I can commit some time and attention to this. The other thing it does is yeah. a good portion of these people, we had to help set up MetaMasks on day one. They right, weren't, right. they're new to Web3. And this gives them a bit of ETH, A, to go play, but B, to actually claim their split yeah. at the end of yeah. camp because there's still a gas operation there. Totally. So Yeah, that'd be hilarious right. otherwise. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just stuck forever. That's just so cool. I love, it feels like a collective, obviously it is, but it feels like um, very like, uh, I guess, Solani and that people came together and like, we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to all work together for this time period and build this thing and create this object or this, you know, experience really. And um, like this sort of high intentionality around it just feels so cool. Yeah, thank you. And, and I, that intentionality also, like, I know we didn't get into some of the history stuff, but like, I think the thing I owe the most to that is our second camp because what we what did like a 42 camp? person camp last okay. summer and like based off where we were operationally, 42 people felt like a thousand more than what we have now because we of just course. weren't like yeah. prepared uh, yeah. for what totally. we were about to do. And so like, it was, it was a very challenging project. It was, it was successful kind of externally and, and I think internally too, people had a great time, but definitely on central weighted nodes like myself, it was extremely difficult. This project has its own challenges too, but like th- to be able to see the learnings integrated into this camp makes me excited for camp four and five and six. So let's, but let's, before we get there, cause I do want to go there, let's go back now. And again, I think that I can basically do this. Like, like the story goes, the story goes that Matthew had had gone through experiences in a number of different songwriting camps, which is a thing that happens. 
where songwriters get together and they just like we're describing, they get together and they, they in groups and they make songs. But then all the great songs that you made didn't come out. They no one got to hear them. And you were living in L.A. and uh, you're you're trying to make it as an L.A. musician and COVID hit. And then you went back home to Montreal during COVID. And that's when all of this stuff started percolating. But I want to go back a bit like into because I've always been curious, like about when did when did you first move to L.A.? Like, when was that? I so I started doing trips to L.A. late 2017, early 2018. And then I got in my car and drove to L.A. from Montreal mm. in September of 2018. You just, And you did and you were like you had, with no plans or anything. You just did the thing where you just I'm going. I had going, things percolating like I had already built a yeah. bit of a network. I had some people that I was working with closely. I had some opportunities mm. starting to percolate, but they only really started to actually form, I would say, like in, in the beginning of the next year, um, in the beginning mm. of 2019. So it was like, it wasn't blind. I did my first few trips blind and I actually hated LA. I like mm. coming from Montreal, small city. And I oh knew, my God, I actually yeah. only, I only knew like five people from the songwriting camps I had been on that were yeah. just like destination camps. And then I come to LA and I'm like, okay guys, let's get together. But it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand the LA vibe. You know, everyone's like yeah, super busy, yeah. not answering my texts. And I'm like, well, stuck. it depends on where they are too. It's like, if you're in Santa totally. Monica and they're somewhere else, they're like, no, we're not going to come see yeah. you. I had no idea <laughs> that you have to like fully plan your day of where yeah. you're going. Cause it's just so big. So yeah. it took some time to, to find my niche, find my community and find my, my space where you don't necessarily leave after you're just like, this is my neighborhood. <laughs> where were right. you living when you were there? I was, I was living in Silver Lake. I was oh, okay. like East, yeah. Uh, yeah. Echo Park, yeah. Silver Lake. Yeah. It's a bit like that in New York as well. It's like, welcome to New York. Uh, it's cool that yeah. you're visiting. I yeah. won't meet up with you unless you're on my block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. So then take us through like what, like wh when we first talked, I want to say probably March of 2021. Hmm. Take us through like if you, you know, what what was Song Camp when it was in your brain back then, if you can if you can bring yourself back to there and then take us through the sort of like the the the, the founding of the first camp and everything. Yeah. Well so March of twenty twenty one was the month that Song Camp started, interestingly enough. I wonder if that's when we were speaking. But yeah, basically yeah. I mean maybe before, it was a little earlier than that. Maybe it was like February then and that could have been could have been. Yeah. But yeah, before actually standing up at Discord and calling it Song Camp, I had this name, like a brand in my head for Song Camp for a while. Really after that, I, the first big kind of camp I went on in 2017 to Nicaragua really changed my whole perspective on like making music and on the people I was meeting. We just had this like amazing five-day camp in, in Nicaragua with a lot of Canadian songwriters, but some people from, from LA and Nashville and stuff. And created a lot of great music. And then, yeah, none of that music came out. So I had this idea maybe a year later, I was like, Ooh, I want to like make this brand song camp. I'm going to buy those songs. I'm going to put them out. And then I'm just going to run songwriting camps and we're just going to release the music under the brand of the songwriting camp. I never went and did that. It was just this idea kernel of an idea. And then when I started, when a friend of mine, you know, started like pushing me down the web through rabbit hole, I started like feeling all these exciting, you know, the feelings we've all felt of like, Oh wow, all this like empowering tools to go and do things that started coming back, you know, some intention with, with that same idea started coming back. 
And I was just like poking around, you know, Zora and Catalog was like launching or just launched or Mirror was teasing some mysterious publishing platform. It was all very exciting to me, but like there wasn't a lot going on with music or I think at that time Twitter was calling it like audio NFTs. Yeah. That's, you know, audio reactive reactive NFTs was a thing. Yeah. Wow. We should get Winamp Visualizer (laughs) NFTs. (laughs) Well, then now there's Spinamp. Have you seen Spinamp? Oh, oh, there is. No, I don't yeah. know about this. It's wow. like a Winamp designed <laughs> music player that that aggregates music NFTs from sound and catalog. Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> happening. Wow. So yeah, at the time it was a lot quieter, and and I was just like soaking up everything I could, and then it was one night in March, and I was high, and I went on Discord and I started a server, and I called it Song Camp, and I just wrote, <laughs> "This is a place for music and the new internet to crash into each other." And that's still the first, like that message just still exists as the first thing you see when you land on the server and don't want to cool. ever change that. You know, it's like an artifact now. And, um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. didn't really know, didn't really know what we were going to do. Obviously those ideas were sort of there from before and, and they have definitely manifested in some manner, but sort of just wanted to like do something like throw spaghetti on the wall and kind of like through mainly seed club and FWB got some musicians to like drop into the discord and we just started doing a weekly mm-hmm. call. And maybe two weeks or three weeks in, one day, and I, it's actually recorded because my uh, Cody, who's a musician in the space, was like recording all of those early calls from his own his own device. And he has it recorded where I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to start this uh, two-week songwriting camp. We're just going like, to put them out as one of one NFTs. And that sort of was like Camp Genesis, what came out of that. Wow. It was 12 of us who created like the first three songs in this format. Cool. And and the cover artwork wow. uh, at, at that time, too. It was like the visual artist who worked on the cover artwork for Camp Genesis is now like Peace Note, who is, uh, whose aesthetic is like now an imprint in my corner of Web3 and, and is still killing it at Song Camp. So. Wow. That's really cool. I love the uh, the ground up, like the, um, the grassrootsy vibe. I didn't realize Song Camps were like a thing. This is just a thing that music people know about is you can go places and make songs with people. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, this is really dope. And I didn't realize that that music didn't get released. It was just like made and was not released, which I didn't well, realize. Explain explain a bit about about like that maybe that Nicaragua trip. Like like mm. what like what was it was it sort of a your invited thing? Did they pay for did somebody pay for it? Like how yeah. who you know was it who what was the what was the idea behind that specific camp? Yeah, so I, so I mean, first of all, in songwriting camps, there's like different formats of them. Some of them are like the ones that I've more been on okay. where it's like, here's a group of people converge in a space, make music, like no prompts, and you're not like creating uh-huh. for anyone specific. And 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 wow. then there's other songwriting camps. A lot of times, like major labels will run like, for instance, a Rihanna songwriting camp and bring in huge writers. And it's like, cool, this week we're trying to write Rihanna cuts or whatever. Very different kind uh-huh. of like goal there. This camp was right, put totally. on by the Songwriters Organization of Canada, SOCAN. And I was very lucky to get on this camp. I was sort of like, so can I was, I was sort of like just thrown in at the last second through an A and R of So Can at the time. This guy Guillaume Mofay, who's a friend of mine, who was like a fan of my music and was the Montreal A and R mm. who like fought to get me in that camp. I was like, there was all these. Wow. It's funny. There was all these tiered accommodations that you were sort of put in, and it was very like curated <laughs> against your status. You know, <laughs> like people had the master wow. house and all. And I'm put in like the sort of dorms, you know, like with the kids. <laughs> but, uh, but, wow. but no, but it was, 
a very powerful, it was a lot of Canadians because it was put on by SoCan, but also some Americans. And um, yeah, there was no prompts. It was just like every, for five days, every day you're put in a room with like four people and you just keep, like the producers stay in their studio rooms and the writers and artists keep moving around. And like amazing music was created. I was blown away. And in my wow. naivete, I was like, all this music's coming out. It's incredible. Like it's going to change the yeah. world. And then yeah. I remember this older guy who, who had more like he had radio cuts and he was more like a seasoned kind of music uh, like songwriter. He came up to me, pulled mm -hmm. me aside. He's like, dude, like maybe two of these songs will ever be commercially released. I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, yeah. that's insane. And then yeah. that's actually exactly what happened where five years later, it's like two songs have come out commercially. Yeah. Where they got where they got where they got picked up by an artist and then released or or one was actually like re like translated into Korean and released via like Whoa. a K-pop band. Whoa! Oh my god! What on and, earth? Wild! And the other one I can't I can't remember how yeah. it came out, but like I have That's... threads where other songs got stuck. Yeah, yeah. publishers oh, going back yeah. and forth. Right, right, right. Song never yeah, comes just, out. Just all the bull, all the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. All wow. the bullshit comes in. Because it was right. a very like fair the, camp. It was sort of like from day one, it was like, if you're in the room, you get even cuts. That's how they define um, it. Right. And then on the back end, all these like publishers were like, we can't roll with that. So wow. all these sort of disagreements come and there's like 19 people in a thread and song never comes out. Yeah, totally. God, that's wild. That seems like the, the bad version of chaos. Whereas what you're right. building seems like the good version of chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one that arrives at a point perhaps rather than one that dissipates into pure entropy and dissipates and dissipates for no reason other than other than like systemic complexity and general right. incompetence of right. like yeah. all of these things we've built up over the years. That's incredible. It, yeah. I, that, thanks, that's I the, it. that's sort of the real lesson, right? Is in the depressing part is like, it's, it's right. not, it's not for any other reason than it's just like, yeah, these just, the, we yeah. don't own these songs. We can't release these songs. Yeah. People can't agree Ridiculous. how to release these Some songs. Paper, yeah. someone signed over there. Yeah. That's what I really like about, as someone, as an outsider looking in, that's what I really like about the sort of uh, Web three X music thing that's happening. Is that it's the, a chance to start refreshed and anew totally. with the lessons learned of decades of music industry. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just great. So you did. So you did Camp Genesis with twelve people, with the artists and everybody, and then that summer. I mean, last summer, I remember this, it was, it was, uh, Electra, Camp Electra. So take us a little bit yeah. through what that was and how that came about. Yeah. Well, it feels like it's all like kind of an evolution to where we are now, actually, now yeah. that we could like yeah. look at it yeah. historically, which is funny. I mean, yeah. When you look in the past, suddenly it's a line. It's yeah. a line. Totally. Whoop. Yeah. 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 So we started, I guess how it went was, okay, we did 12 people in Camp Genesis. We made three songs, three pieces of cover artwork put them up as one of ones, had no idea, no expectations was going to happen mm. and uh, set them all at one ETH reserves and all the reserves got met and we went wild. Then yeah. we got a bit more, you know, people like a reverberated a little in the community. More people came into our calls, wanted to run another camp. So we started the design second camp. We're like, okay, let's do more people. We have more interest. Let's, how could we bring in more people than 12 people? And we kept thinking like, how do we like, how do we like glue a group, big group of people together? How do we like create something cohesive and where we kept landing was story. The only way to do it is like through lore. So we started building mm. out a story. And that that story was given the name Electra. And that was kind of like our kind of play at songwriting camp with like a world building camp. 
Right. Where we were Wild. traveling to a planet called Electra in another world. And this world called Electra is powered by music and it's dying. Huh. And we've been sent there to save it with our music. So it was a way of like cool. creating this world and then letting the music that we were creating sort of sprout out and come out of the story. And what we stood up was a 42 person songwriting camp with like this production house built around it of like wow. sound designers, voiceover actors, more, yeah, more musicians, visual artists, 3D like artists, and basically created these visual NFTs and and also like this whole kind of Discord adventure game puzzle that people went through to basically what? learn about this environment, this world. And then eventually the crescendo being like, you've made it to the end. We now know what we have to do. We have to unlock this music to save the world. And then the three songs that were created in the songwriting camp sort of came out. Wow. That's so sick. I love that so much. I really, really, really dig the like augmented reality game, like world building thing where you're like getting to the end point and then getting this prize. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun one and it was also designed quite a bit on the front end we just like didn't know enough to design it as much as we did, <laughs> needed to so we ran into like right. a lot more emergent things we didn't anticipate to get done but but yeah but we put out all the we put out i think in total we put out eight visual nfts that sort of told the story and we built this discord sort of game flow that people participated in and then we put out three music nfts so it ended wow. up being like maybe 12 work of, works of art in total that, that wow. came out, but a lot, a lot of like 3d art, which was also like a big lift and, uh, with the sound design and story based totally. audio and all these sorts of it's things. a lot. Yeah. Wow. It feels like a soundtrack and a storyboard for, a uh, like a movie that should exist, a short film, perhaps that's totally. really cool. Yeah. Electra is still like kicking around. I was going to say, then it became its own and then be, it, just like chaos is now becoming its own entity Electra, wow. you know, is its own separate thing. Yeah. So with the with the standing up of this world and this and this like whole lore based universe, we we're like started coming up with the idea of like, can this sustain? Can this go past the camp? Sort of gain like right. sort of like um, its own velocity to like exist on its own. And we sort of stood up the Electra DAO to like give that a sort of like shape. Mm-hmm. And and then like a light governance process and some like the twenty percent of all our sales went into this treasury that we can go and do things with to keep going to keep stewarding stewarding this along. What right. what we found that happened was like when the walls of the camp came down and the containers went away, it was like a lot harder to sort of like organize into totally. getting to the next thing. Totally, like, that's entropy right there. Yeah. All of these artists weren't like used to like writing a proposal and like getting that mm-hmm. passed. And mm-hmm. we sort of got stuck in mm-hmm. like the motion and we were trying to like almost plan out this huge big thing rather than just sort of incrementally grow. Finally, we started getting things going just as soon as chaos started coming. And because of the sheer size of our community so far, like chaos ate everyone, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Huh. We sort of put that on pause, but we have totally. some music sort of baking and, and some and some stories baking yeah. in the electric community. So we'll see where that goes, though. That's really cool. I love in my head. I'm like, I feel like Untitled Frontier is 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 in mm. parallel here, where it's like this creative fiction project in a similar universe. Like maybe there's yeah. a collab there, or maybe people are that. writing stories in the electric universe, or maybe future tracks are set in that universe. That's really cool. Wow. 
See, that feels very childish, uh, Gambino, right? With the, because the internet and the, the sort of like multidisciplinary universe that's being created. Very cool. By the way, just going to that, because like I yeah. remember you said that earlier, I forgot to say, but like, it's funny you mentioned Childish just because like Childish Gambino was my source of inspiration to start making music first and foremost. In, like, oh, really? In like the 2010, 2011, like Childish Gambino mixtape era, mainly because he was releasing punchline rap, like funny rap. And I was like, oh, you could be funny and rap? Like, right. Yeah. And One I of the grew first obsessed that. with that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, so that's funny that you mentioned. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, I, I think I think Childish Gambino is one of the greatest like living artists alive, and part of that is Indeed. due to the like a podcast that I listened to that like broke it all down. But like, oh my god, so impressive. But yeah, this is this is this is really really cool, and obviously the um you know I'm feeling that same sort of like whoa feeling when it comes to like this collectively created universe or what chaos is doing. Like yeah. Mm. I was curious then about the the curation aspect of choosing the artists yeah. for Chaos. So how many artists did you have? Because you had, so was Chaos the first time you had an application? Was there applications for Electra or was Always Electra more just like, oh, there's Genesis applications too. even for Genesis. Oh, I didn't yeah. know this. Okay. Yeah, we put up oh, a then, form for Genesis. I put up a form for Genesis. Twenty six people applied, and I curated oh. it myself. Just oh, I see. Okay, chose twelve people. Had had one on one interviews and all that. For Electra, we also put out an application form, and we it was me, Mark, Redito, and Quiet Theory, both people who were part of Camp One, like on the operative side. We sort of right. did the the curation side, and again, we did one on one interviews and sort of split them up. And then this time, we put together a curation team of six people, all camp alumni, including myself. And we had about like 150, 160 applications. And we did the music curation all together, where we just like shortlisted, then ran all these like maybe 60 or 75 interviews amongst us six. And then we nailed it down to 36 new musicians. And then we brought in 36, we brought in nine alumni musicians to be part of the 45 total music music team. And then some of the visual and dev stuff was through curation, but like through the application form, but a lot of it was actually outreach this time just because we have way more musicians applying than these other, these other mediums. Than, than other, other things. So like, what was the criteria that you were looking for? Like, how did you make these decisions? Were, was that a, and how was that process for you? How do you how do you test for chaos ability? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely it's definitely difficult as you like bring in more people to the process. You almost need to now processify it more and like not just like kind of go off your gut, yep, yep, which yep. is like how Camp yep. One went. Mm-hmm. And so we sort of like stumbled through that a little bit with this team of six. But it was all people who are like high context, great taste. We all trust to like put this put this camp together. Right. What we did was so first of all we dropped the application form only in our discord channels and only mm-hmm. during our weekly heartbeat calls. Uh-huh. We don't put it up on Twitter. We don't right. throw it up everywhere. We just right. want people who are already there and showing yep. up yep, to yep, be yep. on this list. And we're not like wasting our time chasing people who saw it on Twitter or whatever. And there's still a word of mouth thing, but that I think works to our favor. Like people who are in the Absolutely. discord, yeah, who are in the camp past the form. And if people yep. who haven't maybe been into our discord, but they have like context through a friend. And I think a lot of like the musicians, 
like a lot of the great musicians like and talented people come come by way of that because they're not necessarily they're still busy making music and haven't necessarily yeah. fallen down this rabbit hole right and, and by all means we like so we definitely don't factor in web threeness actually yeah we factor in like music we also factor in like and that's why we need to do the one-to-one interviews is like we factor in vibe and like can you play nice with others and can you mm-hmm. handle we we asked that this time like can you this is a very experimental project it's subject to probably a lot of change mid-course like are you open to that and then we also factor in like you know are you from a marginalized community we had mm-hmm. a lot of people. Our first camp was 26 applicants and it was 26 men. Like yeah. only men yeah. applied. Yeah. For the first yeah. camp. As we grow and more and more of an eclectic community is happening here, but we still obviously have like a lot of that. So we wanted to kind of like take that into consideration as we're curating this camp and make sure we have like people from a lot of different backgrounds and voices here, which mm-hmm. luckily we're that, that, that is growing in, in our corner. And then, yeah. And then we just like, and then we had the tough job to like, it was kind of an arbitrary number, 36. We were like, mm-hmm. okay, 36. We ended up going to 45 to bring an alumni, but 36, that's 12 bands. That feels like a lot, but it feels like something we can like handle. Mm-hmm. So but we just any, like yeah. chose that number and then we just like stuck to it. And it was hard to because mm-hmm. you had to say no to people, which is totally. Difficult. Yeah. How do these bands, when they're formed, how do they collaborate? Is it like passing a cassette back and forth and adding something? Or is it like, yeah, how do do people meet up IRL if they have the chance? Like, what what, what have you seen people do? And I guess I should ask, at what point in the timeline are we, like, at recording right now? All the music's done. We're, we're so... Oh, we, wow. We factored in eight weeks. This is our first time with, like, a full dev team. Definitely underestimated the timeline to, to build out everything we're doing. So we're releasing on June 3rd. I mean, yeah, that's how it goes. it's but, the joke is it yeah, takes well, three times two, longer. We're two weeks out from yeah. release, right? Just about two yeah. weeks. But yeah. music, like we factored six weeks and all six, all 45 masters were delivered within that six week time frame. Wow. What we've Very learned cool. through music, the thing. Because musicians, musicians are on time. Unlike you dead. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> unlike engineers. <laughs> but, but it's yeah. true that like musicians are like, it's a very collaborative medium. So it's like the easiest to get people just like collaborating and doing things. And yeah, people got it done. So basically these teams wow. are formed. They have two weeks to create a song final, final. They have one week to deliver a demo, which was a new addition we added to this camp, which I really glad we did because it forces people to like mm. get to something within the first week. You can't group project it. Get and to do something. It the last yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Like you don't wait until day 13 to like fit, start a song. And yeah. yeah, it's very like distributed group. It's very global. We had 12 countries part of this camp. We have people in India, Australia, wow. New Zealand, Spain, like, and then a lot of North Americans. But so yeah, most, I mean, I don't think any teams met up in person. That'd be cool if, if, if some yeah. did, but I think everyone, everything's digital passing files for the most part. Some people, they get like maybe a live call going just to even share taste or maybe to get yeah, a vibe going. Yeah, just a vibe. But a lot of it is async passing files. Even some teams are on three different time zones. So like wow. there was one team that was joking that they had like there was always someone working on the song because they just, <laughs> yeah. just constantly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. The, yeah. The, sun, the sun never sets on the song. Yeah. On chaos. Yeah. The yeah. sun never sets <laughs> on chaos. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's really that's quite fun. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I, do you think people, do you think any bands experimented with something interesting? Like one idea that I'd, I think it was Robin Sloan did this. Uh, he would like during COVID drop a cassette off at his friend's apartment 
and uh, the friend would add something to the track and then drop the cassette back off at Robin's apartment and Robin would listen to it and add something and do a very, what's it called? Like serially processed thing. That's really Do you cool. think any bands did their own creative process there or have you heard any reports back? Not sure. I mean, well, I guess what, what comes to mind is like there was actually this kind of zooms in on like the, the songwriting camps flow, but we actually had designed in. So within every house, as I said, there's 15 bands. Every house has five bands, but actually what wow. every house actually has is four bands and one alchemy band. And we, we alchemy we, band alchemy. And these were, these, these were the alchemists. And I mentioned that we had nine alumni and then with the nine alumni, we threw in three, like just like commute, like people who've been in the community for a second that made 12, mm -hmm. these 12, we called the alchemists and we created four. Oh no, we ended up having nine in total because we had three bands of three alchemists, one, one alchemy okay. band per house. I know I'm using a <laughs> right, lot of, of taxonomy. And stuff. <laughs> no, totally. I mean, I love, the, I love this stuff, but yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's better. Okay. It's very visual. It's good to like look at a graph, but anyway, what is an alchemy band doing? Yeah. So the bands are given the prompt, a promptless prompt. Here's your band, go make a song. You have two weeks to do it. That's your constraint. Make okay. whatever you want. The alchemists are given a different prompt. You are to create a song in two weeks also, but you are to create a song inspired by ideas from the four bands within your house. Uh, the idea I being see. that you are creating like almost the house anthem. And this is right. our way of like blurring the lines of who created what, and this is all just chaos. So yeah. this band would basically all the folders and all the channels were open throughout the camp for all of chaos and people totally. would drop stems and ideas and files into the, the folder, into totally. the band's folder. And these alchemists were given explicit permission to delve into those folders, grab ideas and build out this alchemist song. And now on the back Very end, when cool. we put out this music, the alchemist songs will be the rarest to, to unpack, to open. Totally. Because they'll, they'll be the smallest, smallest in number. So Wow. So that was really, yeah. So that was like an interesting way that people created throughout the camp. And what was cool about in the last, what we started to see in the last camp or the last three weeks is like more and more teams were almost becoming alchemists. Like they were pulling from right. each other more. They were oh, bringing people uh, in. We have a saxophonist on the economist in the economist team. He jumped up, jumped on a song. We had uh -huh. an, like a, a guide who plays the French horn. She jumped on a song. And then the alchemists almost like, exponentialize their alchemy in that one of the, wow. the last, last song in the whole sort of catalog, the third alchemy song from the third act or two week period has 25 people on the song. Wow. And it's, and it's the only song I, I have a small verse on, which was <laughs> exciting to be able to jump wow. in as a bit of an alchemist. Myself. <laughs> yeah. So, if we extended it even further, I think people were a bit like redlined. I'm glad we didn't do a fourth act of sure. music making. But if, if we extend it further, it feels like eventually you maybe have one track with 77 people. Yeah, on it. You just become, <laughs> everyone becomes alchemy. You know, it becomes chaos. That's really quite fun. Wow. That that actually something you just said made me curious. What is all this doing to your own music making? Mm. To Matthew James' music making, like what? Have you, yeah, have you had time? Have you had, have you felt, have you felt like making music? Is it, have you, have you felt the loss of that time? Like, yeah, where have you been with that? It's definitely a sacrifice on my own music making. That's undoubtable. It's like, especially yeah. during a camp, especially a camp of this size, like all my time is sort of baked into this. 
it was really fun right. and felt amazing to like lay down a verse on that song. And it was like, mm -hmm. he passed me the file at the right time, right, right place. I literally mm -hmm. wrote something in 45 minutes, recorded it, sent mm -hmm. it his way. And that was that. Wow. And, and the same, the same dude had like, we have a song from last year and he wants to put it out on catalog and he wants me to put a verse on. And he sent it to me like three months ago and I haven't sent it to him. He's like, but this you got yeah, to yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's right. been difficult. Like I definitely want to eventually personally find the balance and the ability to, right. I started this to, because I wanted this network to exist for myself as an artist. And now I'm very much right. like an operator. I still scratch my creative itch because it's like, it doesn't feel like my creativity is atrophied because it's, it feels yeah. like very creatively fulfilling it's a different, to just create. Different medium. Yeah. Yeah. And you're creating the creation of songs. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That, and that's exactly, I, I, I started thinking into that as we were designing the sort of 15 bands and then how the 15 bands get shuffled. I started yeah. having this mm -hmm. vision of like, okay, musicians are in like an Ableton DAW and they like curate samples and sounds to make a song. And mm. now I've sort of like, <laughs> abstracted myself one back and i'm right. curating those people who are curating those songs conducting yeah yeah you're the, the conductor no it's a, it's a perfect it's a perfect orchestra. analogy to yeah. yeah to a conductor yeah. you're not playing the notes but you're playing the orchestra yeah 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 but i could see i could see you want i could imagine you wanting to like maybe there is some way like mark redito or someone could could take over the operate like for the next one or whatever could take right. over the operate the the main operator position so that you could be a participant you could be just a participant mm -hmm. yeah yeah we have some ideas also like obviously haven't had the ability to like go 30k foot view and start thinking camp four but yeah just like the little ideas yeah. in the back of my mind are ways of like sort of building something on one hand selflessly to like solve for the fact of trying to include even more people which gets difficult because mm -hmm. yeah we start to like hit mm -hmm. a threshold of of like you mm -hmm. know um of number of like what is it, what is it? Dunbar, Dunbar's number, Dunbar, thank yeah, you. Dunbar's mm -hmm. number. But yeah. on the selfish side, also like balancing that with the ability to do something that I can create yeah. music in. Because I think yeah, it's, yeah, totally. It's important to just stay fully like to also stay tethered to that to that source. Yeah, I find. No, totally wild. And so I didn't realize that this was like the the six weeks of music production was done. I thought we were before before it or during it. That's so cool. And so this is happening June, you said? June 3rd. It's imminent. June 3rd. Imminent. Wow. June 3rd. Awesome. May, June. Yeah, that's soon. Okay, dope. Very soon. You know I want that last Alchemist song. That's the that's that's the one I want now. Are those, having heard the are story. those included in the squares? Like in the squares, is there is there in the squares yes, at the bottom yes. that collect all yeah, the Pokemon? Yeah, for full collection, okay, you need yeah, the so alchemist totally. cards. Cool. At first, we didn't yeah, have yeah. that. Yeah. Though. The first design missed the the alchemy songs. We had to. Uh, oh, wow, they could there. be hidden. They could be secret rares. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> speaking of speaking of secret, we may. This is literally going to be last second, so not like saying for sure, but we have a few songs that have been created in camp by non-musicians that feel very much part oh, of this wow. camp so we may include like three to five like what we might just call hidden songs and they're just like yeah in that's there. cool as hell i love that it's like yeah. one of ones maybe or it's like a shadowless or like a little a little text alignment misprint just like a little just a little extra yeah thing. exactly a little that's thing, really quite a little fun. thing. A little yeah thing. yeah yeah it's, it's crazy we thing. started like getting that. though like the renders of the renders of artwork and we had one yeah. that was like the third, the last song, so it's like the Alchemy 3, 
So Act Three, Alchemy Three, the last song in the catalog, with a super rare, with like the rarest background. Oh man! And oh, wow. it was so beautiful, and I was just like, I need this in my life. <laughs> yeah. Too wow, like, I'll be fishing. So just to give a number to you, I'm pretty sure the lat, like the rarest songs, which will be the Act Three, Alchemy One, Two, and Three. Those songs, mm-hmm. they'll there will exist. I think about 56 editions within oh, the 20 of 21,000. Wow. Yeah, that's how oh, I was going to ask, are those liquid shares, the liquid splits, are those also tracks within the collection? They're, they're they visualized are. as tracks. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's really dope. Yeah, that's, that's so, quite yeah. neat. Originally, yeah, it was going to be like yeah. the first idea was, yeah, just this separate collection that is like. Right, totally. Splits, that's what I would jump to. But I like this a lot. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah that you'd want. Wow, it quite one. fun. Yeah, and so you have this sort of like maybe visual marker as well as a marker in the solidity that's like, oh, this is a special track that redeems for this much. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to do the unboxing. I, I signed up for Hearthstone yesterday because I'm a slowpoke and I'm like five years later, whatever. And they give you a free pack and I opened it and I'm like, oh, oh, oh I understand. Yeah, there's that feeling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah. 5,000 packs and within within those 5,000 packs so so and the liquid splits are outside of those 5,000 packs then or they're correct wait can I unbox so I, a liquid split yeah. oh you can man. unbox a liquid split <laughs> those are just being I, those are just being <laughs> dropped to yeah just to the people who deserve selling those selling yeah. those gets gets a little hairy yes yeah, because no. because of legal things like we, we were talking about yeah. this because of yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're they're they are revenue generating, but they're they're going to the, the seventy seven people who actually created this thing, not people who are trying to like. Expose but if they sell right. them, then they are going to someone who didn't Correct. create it, right? Correct. Interesting. Well, Matthew, thank you so much for coming. I think we should we should wrap up. Definitely. I knew I knew this was going to blow Matt's mind, so I was excited. Yeah, to, delightful. I love it. Ex- excited to to do it and. Um, I just can't say enough like how how amazed I am by it. I, I was lucky enough, one of the many mats, I was lucky enough to like join a call, like a little mm. peek behind the curtain. And it was just a beautiful, it was a really a beautiful sight to behold. Wow. I, I wish I had experienced that as well. Everybody yeah. there. Well, let's see. We can go through this. You can follow Matthew on Twitter. It's just Matthew Chame. Follow mm-hmm. Chaos. On Twitter, that is, I'm looking at all these, chaos is headless underscore chaos. I highly yeah. recommend, good follow, by the way. And you can follow <laughs> Song Camp at Song Camp underscore. Those are all the things to follow. You, you can find one of the many mats at one of the many mats. You can find me at Song of Day Man. Thank you so much for joining us, Matthew. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And you want to take us out, one of the many mats? I think I will. Don't forget to get nifty, everyone. Get nifty. Yeah. You gotta get nifty. You gotta get nifty. It's time to get nifty.